Hello and welcome everyone to the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable number six. Uh, we are going to be having a fantastic evening tonight. Uh, four people on the roundtable, the entire Cigar Coop Coalition here tonight, and it's going to be a fantastic uh, evening. As I already mentioned, we're going to be smoking our second uh, offering uh, from Altadas USA or Tabacularia USA, rather, and the H. Upman Nicaragua A.J. Fernandez Heritage Toro. Uh, so, Coop, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of background on this cigar, and uh, we'll get started. Okay. Um, so thanks, Bear. The um, folks know that the a few, you know, Altus has been doing a lot of brands with uh, AJ Fernandez. And obviously, AJ Fernandez is in the name. Um, about a few years ago, they did a cigar called the H. Upman AJ Fernandez, which I would say was really one of the breakthrough AJ Fernandez cigars. Um, that was done uh, with Altus and AJ, and came out, I'd say, a very big hit. Bear, I know it was in your, a, a very high place cigar on your list. Yes, it was. Um, yep. Top three, right? It was in the top three, if I'm not mistaken. Top five. Top five. Okay. So, yeah, I was close. Um, so, what do you do for an encore? Uh, you come up with a sequel. And that's where uh, the H. Upman, um, A.J. Fernandez Heritage comes in. H. Upman Nicaragua, A.J. Fernandez Heritage. Say that real fast. Um and what they're doing with this one is it's a completely different blend. The original H. Upman Nicaragua by AJ had a Sumatra wrapper. Uh, this one is actually going to use a Brazilian Matafina wrapper, uh, which, you know, you don't see Altidus use that wrapper all that much, that particular Matafina wrapper. And it's over a Nicaraguan binder and a combination of Nicaraguan and Brazilian fillers. And the cigar we're smoking is a classic 54 by 6 Toro. Uh, you can see it has, if you want to know the difference between the two H. Upman, uh, Nicaragua, um, this is the darker blue as opposed to the uh, original one has a lighter uh, shade of blue. So this cigar has debuted, I believe, at TPE this year, and it started shipping afterwards, and it's our selection for tonight. So I'll ask a question to kind of kick things off. Um, and we have Aaron Nielsen and Ben Leon, um, as well as Bear. What did you guys think of the original Sumatra one that came out a few years ago? Well, I, I for one, absolutely loved it. I mean, I did a review for it. This is back when I was a Stugger review, and it was it was a high rating cigar for us, and but it was a box worthy one. I, I've I've gone through probably three or four boxes of that cigar. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'll chime in. Good to see you guys this fine evening. Always good to have the team together. Um, so I'm with, with Ben. Um, I did like it. Uh, I don't know if I liked it quite as much as Ben did, but what I did find about that cigar, for those that either have it, haven't smoked it, or looking to maybe evaluate it, it aged pretty well. So I thought the sweet spot was in that four to five months. Um, I thought it started smoking better than when I, I uh, initially had it. So I would, I would encourage people to go get it if uh, they haven't had it yet, but to answer your question, Coop, I did like it. Okay. It was actually top six for me, Coop. Uh, the, it was the year the, the blue and green Grand Habana was number five. So, um, but no, still, it's I, a top 10. It was still, a top yeah, it was a 10. yeah, it was a top 10 cigar for yeah. me. Um, yeah, I liked, I liked the blend quite a bit. Um, it had this, this, this real interesting, you know, you know, this funky characteristic to it that I call 
you know, just I call, you know, I called it kind of a funk that, you know, you hate to love, but you love to hate. Just was a really attracting flavor component to me. Uh, but I think it was that thing that had us on different sides of the aisle on this coupe because you weren't the biggest fan of it. Oh, no. In fact, I probably was, it, you know, I, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of this cigar. The the one size I thought that was pretty good was the was the was the sixty ring gauge which was very limited and it was using a specific vintage of tobacco, but that was around an eighty nine. So I mean the other ones were just I could take it or leave it. Uh, there are just other Altidus H Upman, actually the other Altidus AJ Fernandez cigars that I've had that have wowed me a lot more. Uh, but I also tend, in full disclaimer, to be very critical of Sumatra blends. Um, and I tend to just, there is very few of them that hit me when it comes to Sumatra. So not, not a surprise. It's, I, there are some Sumatras I like. Um, so this one I'm, I'm looking forward to because, uh, you know, I, I do like Brazilian Matafina. Um, and I, I love the presentation of this cigar. It, it's got that cocoa powder wrapper on it. Um, and it's kind of got a little bit of a silky look to it. And I just, uh, I love, I love it. Um, a good Brazilian cigar. And what's interesting about this is there's quite a bit of Brazilian tobacco in here because the filler also has uh, Brazilian tobacco in, in it. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, a little more Brazilian filler forward than you've seen probably on an H Upman for sure. So, so you just talked about it a little bit, Coop. So yeah, just so the makeup just kind of get this a little more formalized here. So it is a Brazilian Modafina. The binder is a Nicaraguan a Habano varietal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the filler is of Nicaraguan undisclosed and Brazilian also undisclosed as well. So Nicaraguan and Brazilian tobaccos only in this particular. Yeah. Now, to go back to that point, Coop, about you, like Modafina, and I'd like to get the uh, I'd like to get the other gentleman's opinions too on the wrapper uh, while we like to sub. So everyone, uh, um, while I ask Coop this question, why don't everyone take it out of the cellophane and start uh, getting your pre-smoke um, your pre-smoke uh, notions here. Uh, so for everyone who's watching tonight, you'll actually be a, um, a little sad to find out. I will not be smoking uh, with the gentleman tonight. Um, I am recovering from double pneumonia still. Uh, I made the error and judgment of smoking last week, and I spent the last week uh, regretting every moment of it. So uh, breathing has been kind of a struggle um and uh and everything like that but um i'm on the mend and i'm actually going to be uh ceasing smoking activities until the trade show next month so uh but because cigars aren't addictive i'll be fine so uh that being said um while we get to impressions on the blend and the pre uh smoke notions here coop now um i've heard you say in the past how there is a brazilian varietal that you're not a fan of now, is that out of Paraca that you're not a fan That's of? That's out of Paraca, yeah. Okay. So tell me the difference of why you prefer Matafina over out of Paraca. I think Matafina's got a little more in the way of sweetness and earthiness, and our Paraca tends to be a little sharper and more pungent. And it's not that I hate all our Paracas. They're, they're like the, the CAO Brasilia is a great our Paraca. But usually that, that our Paraca doesn't hit me well. And I think another good one, Skip's uh, in temp Intemperance is good our or a Paraka wrapper on that. So, but yeah, this tends to be a little sweeter. It tends to have a little more earthiness to it. And I, I just think it plays well. It plays better with other tobaccos. Well, the Ara Paraka tends to overpower things a little more is what I find. Um, 
I mean, I, I happen to like both. Um, I actually prefer the Autoparaca over uh, Montefina if I'm, you know, if, if I'm having to pick and stuff. But, uh, but uh, um, Aaron, what are your thoughts on Brazilian uh, wrap cigars in the blend uh, that we're uh, looking at smoking this evening? Yeah. So I'm on the, um, you know, it's interesting. So I, uh, I remember at uh, the PCA show last year, the Araparaca came up with uh, Luciano and, you know, working with that type of tobacco and the differences and the different flavor profiles. I'm a little bit with uh, kind of what, what I like both, um, but I'm a little more, I actually lend a little bit more towards the Montefina um, because I think it does have a little more sweetness component as well as the Araparaca. It sometimes has like a, an acidity to me. Mm -hmm. What I get, I get a little bit more acidity to it. So it kind of cuts through everything versus, uh sometimes being naturally balanced you know in full transparency i don't smoke a lot of uh brazilian wrapped cigars i mean i've had some some good ones and some bad ones like the cl brasilia that that coop mentioned i like that cigar uh, but then there's been other ones that uh just haven't you know quite done it for me so i'm excited to uh smoke this one again you know in, in like probably most of us in full transparency i have smoked this before and uh looking forward to diving into this one So, Ben, uh, your your thoughts on the blend and and why don't, and while uh, while I'm on you, why don't we talk about uh, your uh, you know pre light uh, pre light observations? Uh, you know any dry draws or foot uh, foot smells or aromas that you want to talk about? Yeah. So for me, I, I really like both wrappers, the Montefiore and Paraca. They just they're just so different. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. Um, if I got to prefer, see, I don't know which one I would prefer one of the, honestly, Montefiore to me is a lot sweeter, right? And to me, Araparaca has got a little bit more substance to it. That makes mm. sense. So kind of, I kind of don't really have a preference on one or the other. I do like both, but if I had to give one the edge to me, it'd probably be the Montefiore. I do like more cigars of Montefiore than Araparaca. So that's just my personal preference. Now, looking at this cigar, this has a really beautiful, dark chocolate colored wrapper. But I don't know if you can see it on mine. Uh, there's a hole right there. Right there. And, th and then there's another one. Uh, let's see where I can find it again. There was another one on the other side of the cigar. Uh, right here. There's another one. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to grab another cigar and I thought, no, let me just show this. And you know, no, I've, I've got some too on the back. I got it's a couple funny. too. Yeah. On the back, like some patches, like it's a little yeah. patchy. Yeah. On the back. I got a little bit of it as well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm lucky. I have got nothing. I, I, I smell, it's almost like a uh, sawdust, uh, woody, kind of musty cocoa ish. That's, yeah. Uh, wrapper. Yeah. I'm still getting some cocoa on it, but you're right. There's like a, a little bit of a musty wood component to it. Yep. Well, this yeah. is we go back to the old 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 days of doing cigar reviews. It's barnyard. It's kind of barnyard. Like <laughs> quality, you know? Yeah, barnyard. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. I was so, like barnyard. So, it's some like, people, <laughs> some say, some people say manure. You know, yeah, it's a hard cla cla classy, it, it, classy people say barnyard. Yeah. That's fine. Sweet manure. Yeah. Well, to so me, barnyard encompasses a lot more, right? It's almost like that the damp pay, the wooden stall part, mm -hmm. the horse shit that's in there. It's all that, honestly. And it's 
you know, people that don't really smoke cigars that often, it's like, what? That's a weird. I'm telling you, man, when you usually when you get those smells, it's going to be a pretty good cigar. Good cigar, exactly. <laughs> as yeah. odd as that sounds, that's a good one. Yeah, yep. there's, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, the, there are some people that are really kind of opposed to that. They want more either deeper feel like either more like deeper and robust flavors and stuff. But I feel like, I feel like the barnyard presence aroma can be in both mild medium and well, actually all three mild, medium, and even full bite cigars. The interesting thing about this one, uh, particular one that I, when I was, so I, I made some notes cause Coop asked me, uh, we were talking about my condition there. You know, he said, well, have you smoked? And I said, I did before I got sick. <laughs> and my, uh, my reaction to it was very, I had, I kind of, mine was very leathery. Um, I got some of the barnyard that you're talking about. There was a little bit of sweetness. I didn't necessarily attribute to cocoa. Um, but mine, I had a lot of, I had, mine felt like more leathery. So maybe my barn was filled with cows as opposed to <laughs> Ben's, which was full of horses. No, but no. it's the saddles. You got the saddle. The, the saddle. That was it. Yeah. The tech. No, but yeah. I, I agree with you. I do get a hint of leather as well. There, yep. there is that leather smell as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, but what, even, I even get a little bit of leather on the cold draw as well. Yeah, like it's it, almost I, like I, a, I the, the catcher's mitt, kind of like that baseball yes. glove leather, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, so what I'm getting on the cold draw, which my draw is actually milkshake perfect, it's Me a too. great draw. I'm getting a little hint of like dry cocoa powder, a little bit of woodiness, barnyard, and leather. That's exactly what I'm getting. So, what we're smelling pretty much is the same thing I'm getting on the cold draw. Yep. So, Aaron, Aaron, you'll get a kick out of this. When I was making my notes, I said, when I took a look at the dry draw, I said, this reminds me, this reminds me of playing a baseball game after uh, a freshly cut, freshly watered uh, lawn. <laughs> right. It, it does. So it's, it, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's got that, it takes me back to the days where I, uh, I had this old school, uh, uh, glove that my grandpa had and I remember every time I'd go play baseball or just play catch whatever I'd take the glove off and my hands smelled like this kind of old leather-ish uh, dampiness whatever it was and it's kind of I mean not to turn anybody off of it hopefully you know we get further into this but um, I 100% agree with you well let's light it up guys and let's see where it goes get this all right impression Bear, this is in your honor. This uh, this toast and and first uh, third in your honor of not being able to. Thanks for letting me be a part of it, anyway, gentlemen. I'm just glad I got to smoke it so I could offer something to the conversation instead of some of the fun and random facts that I have planned for us tonight. Well, it also reminds me that we got to make sure that we get like several bags of recolas before we. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, there was I a little some... bit of a selfishness of that. Uh, and for folks who don't know, Bear lost his voice. You know, one comment, I, I had to go get my cutter because I was just, of course, I had everything but my cutter here. I you found the off. dry drawer of this to be, or, there was a richness on, on this, uh, this dry drawer that I typically don't get off any alternate cigars. Well, I, just, it was, yeah. I it was much richer than, than most of them. It's an AJ Altidus. Yeah, right. Even the you AJ Altidus is I haven't gotten it. 
Well, I'm glad, you know, as a team, like I said, I, I, I'm so excited to be with you guys tonight. Um, it's, I, I know all of our schedules have been all over the place, uh, including tonight, uh, starting a little bit late, but not only is it, is it great to, to, you know, shoot the breeze with you guys, but what I think too, I think this for our audience, um, I like doing a cigar like this because it's got the, the, the brand, not only from an H Upman standpoint, but from an AJ standpoint, it's going to be readily available. It's going to be something that I think is, as we get into it, it's going to appeal to, if I had to guess, um, it's going to appeal to the more, uh, somebody that's going to want something a little more fuller bodied and a little bit, you know, stronger, but at the same time, um, they're going to have the opportunity to smoke it. Cause I think a lot of lounges and a lot of places, B and M's et cetera, will carry this. Yeah, Aaron, I thought that was a good point you made because I think we, we wanted a lot of people to be able to either smoke along with us now, smoke it later, smoke it a few years from now, maybe watching this. So that's, I, I know you, this was one you came up with. And I think when you, when you popped it on there, um, we were all in agreement. Now we may be doing some more. There are, I know we have one cigar of mine coming up. That's very limited, but I think we think it's one we still want to share the experience with too. So we may do some of those from time to time. Yep. But, but I agree with you. Yeah. Jay asked, how does, how do we compare this, the dry draw, the cold draw with the Monty 1935? Mm. I thought it was oh, much richer. A, I thought it was much exactly, richer. Exactly right. To me, yeah, it was yeah. much more richer. Yeah dry draw or cold draw than the 35 yeah the, the 35 is and that's not bad one I, yeah that's no not, the night well no the 1935 um i'm sorry what so we're talking about the money Monte, the monty yeah so oh the 80th anniversary so yeah no that cigar is the experience that that cigar is is everything but the honestly the, the like the initial approach to it like the dry draw to me i remember wasn't it I mean, it wasn't anything like, like knock your doors up. No, you like that. You put some fire on that foot. That, that's when your that's when your socks got knocked off. Cause that's what I remember, but there wasn't anything like terribly exceptional about the pre-light experience. I mean, I, I like the, I like the label just fine. I think the wrapper's very nice. I mean, but it, you know, the aroma, the, the dry dry, I remember off of it just wasn't like, it didn't, there wasn't anything exceptional about it. Yeah, this one I really liked. I really liked the dry jar on this one. Not to not to cross pollinate and, and high J, um, but we're on that thirty five for a second. That thing as it's aging, especially in that Churchill, is really smoking well. I mean, I I, mm -hmm. I really really yeah, like it. That's great, and I think I think it's gonna. You know, it's interesting. So we talked about, and this was, I think, maybe off air at, during one of our, you know, a little get togethers. That cigar, I think, is going to be something that we talk about in two, three, four years. I think that cigar is going to hold the test of time, unlike some of the other stuff that we smoke. Totally agree. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's not like that. I think you're going to see this on several aficionado top tens. I don't think it's it's a one and done. I think you'll see another size get on, or maybe this will get back on in the Churchill. Was was the torpedo actually got on? No, it was um, Churchill got on. It was the, the Churchill. Churchill. Got, okay, it was the yeah. Churchill. So, I mean, I think you'll see that. Once again, CA tries to steal my thunder because that was the Vitola I picked for my list. Uh, I had it on mine too. Is the Churchill? I had it. I picked it for I picked it for CA Cigar of the Year, which it was number two. Unlike I think Ben got yeah. the the sixty four <laughs> right. 
Yeah, you know my theory about why these cigars aren't going to get one is is I still have the Habanos theory that they're not gonna they're not gonna turn the Habanos and say, oh, we're gonna give it to the other the other brand here. And <laughs> oh yeah, good point. I, I have that theory that until that's resolved at some point, that's as high as they're going unless they do it with a brand that's not in Habanos. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So. I'm going to make a point now where that hole was on mine to see what it did. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. But it's not, it's not affecting the smoke, though. I mean, like, it's... But it's, that happened to you, the, like, remember that happened to you the other night with the Casa Magna we were smoking. It was, you had a similar yeah. thing happen. And sometimes you just, it happens. It's not, like I said, it doesn't affect the smoke. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's making it burn faster on that side, as you can see here. Yeah, and, uh, that, it's not affecting the draw or nothing like that. So it's not quite a yeah. I, don't I, had, a, to, I had a cigar. Oh, go ahead, sorry, Coop. No, go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. No, I was just gonna say I had uh I forget what I was smoking the other day, and I go to light it and I'm like, this thing's drawn weird, and all of a sudden there was like a hole in it. I was I started freaking out. I'm like, okay, this better not be a freaking beetle. There's you know, I'm like going through my like the, the package it was in, the the, the this area. Unfortunately, it wasn't a beetle, it was just a what we're talking about was a hole and until i got i could either plug it with my finger and smoke it like a you know like a flute action or i just had to wait till the hole caught the wrapper caught to the hole and then it was it was totally fine yeah, i've done that before yeah was, uh, you know i think there was something that rafael nodel was definitely going for with this cigar um and i don't feel i'm jumping jump the gun saying is there a, so I think he, I think he wanted to have a, a bolder H. Upman offering in this line, as an everyday smoke, and I think that was his goal. You know, the, the Sumatra was probably bolder than some of the others, but you know, it was still a medium. I still put it in that medium range, and I think he was going for something a little more fuller and richer with this cigar to see now either to attract people maybe who want that type of cigar or graduate some H. Upman smokers into this category. So I agree, Coop, and the, and to to go off that theory, and I, and I love what Nadal has been doing, uh, but also if he would go back towards kind of that more mild side, I, I feel like he'd start cannibalizing a little bit um, versus going the other spectrum where they can start expanding the profiles. I I, I agree. Uh, I mean, I know they came out with the the gold band one earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was okay, but that was. You know, it's kind of, I think that was a tobacco or a Garcia cigar, actually. You're talking about the classic? It was the, the Añejo. Oh, yeah. Añejo. Yes. The Añejo it was, um, which uh, that, that was a Honduran-made uh, H. Upman. And, uh, yeah, not a bad cigar, um, but it was still not quite as rich. as, as That had more aged tobacco in it. So, you know, that's going to be more nuanced to begin with. You know what I was, what's interesting, Coop, about that, too, when I, when I, purchased that cigar and I bought it my expectations I didn't read up on it I was like okay I'm gonna try it I was expecting now I I, I didn't know it was made in Honduras and so I'm not trying to stereotype Honduran tobacco or Nicaragua I get it if anybody's going to complain about it but I was expecting not the you know the cliche that we hear you know my father's Connecticut type but I was expecting a little more pepper or a little bit more spiciness to that in Ajo than there was it's much more aged yeah. it's much much more on the the, the mild but but yeah well it was true to, true to form in the term of the tobaccos yeah. are true to form in terms of vintage when yeah. you think of like yeah. 
And what anejo means, it just means it's extra yeah. aged. Yeah. But to the layman, when people hear anejo, they think they think more robust, so they think stronger, and that's not necessarily yeah. the case. I mean, anejo rums, anejo tequilas. Um, I, I'm a reposado guy myself, but um, they're they're a lot more they're a lot more rich typically. Um, this blend, interesting enough, it's funny you met. It was some funny this topic came up. Because I thought this blend specifically in the way that it smoked and the heck the way it looked and everything, it just kind of, for me, kind of almost gave that Anejo impression versus what the actual Anejo cigar was. Yeah. So it's yeah. You guys brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do have, and you guys did mention the classic as well, which is that's more of a Honduran blend uh, with a Connecticut wrapper. Uh, I, you know, not a bad cigar. It's not a bad cigar. It's, you know, I, I, I would smoke it. It's, it's certainly one I would smoke. Um, but I kind of agree with what you were saying, Aaron. I, I'd like to see Raphael tackle with Placencia or AJ the other side of the spectrum. They tend to use Placencia and AJ to go medium and full, you know? Right, so right. I, I would really like to see, and I know that, they're, that Placencia and AJ are more than capable of delivering a cigar like that. So, so I would agree with you on that. I'd like to see the other side of that. And I'm going to say, I don't have any inside info. I'm not, I think eventually, I think Raphael will think that way as well, knowing how he thinks. So, Ben, do you want to get first impressions yet? Or, like, what, how do you want to go from here? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and just give first impressions, everybody. How do, you, how do you do the breaks again? I'm sorry. Are you going to handle that? No, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. So, uh, Coop, what are you getting off the initial, like the initial light we got here? You know, I'm getting some coffee bean notes. I'm getting some earthiness. Um, there's a, you know, the aroma is giving me some pepper. And, you know, we talked about it. So there is some pepper on that, that, that retro as well. And there's this, like I said, I keep using that term richness. There's a richness to these notes. They're, they're fuller notes. You, you feel them on the palate, but they're not overly aggressive. Yeah, I'm kind of getting the same thing on mine. And that pepper's not very sharp on the retro either, but there's some pepper on it. There's a, to me, there's a lot of pepper on the retro head, like a, a good bit. Not like it was. But not, but not sharp. It's not sharp. Right, as right exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm getting pretty much the same flavors you're getting. <clears throat> I get like a woodiness, a cocoa. There's also almost like a dried fruit or something in the background I'm getting. It's a little bit of sweetness. It's mm -hmm. starting off pretty good for me. Aaron, what did you? What are you getting so far? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm gonna echo a little bit, you guys. I got a lot of earthiness to it, but not in a bad way. Sometimes when when I hear earthiness, when people say earthiness, they think of it's like this muddled earthiness. This is more of that barnyard earthiness, if I could kind of go down that category. Um, leather, I get some leather, kind of going back off of what Bear had talked about when he and I were going back and forth, and I get a lot of pepper. Um, it's almost like a white pepper, so it's not that sharpness like like yeah. was talking about. But it's like a white pepper um, that I get, and it's it's um, it's not nuanced, but it's balanced. Like I I, I really um, enjoying the the yeah. first third. I mean, and, and this is this is one of those cigars that uh, you know a couple puffs into it. I mean, it's it's game on, right? This is it, this is not something that you're going to build into some strength or pepper as the cigar continues. This thing is in your face early on. It's, there's, a, there's an AJ signature on this blend early on. 
Oh yeah. But but it's not. Yeah. But but Aaron, you use the word balanced. It's absolutely balanced. This cigar. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, much more favorable impression on this than than the original H. Upman uh, Sumatra one that came out. Uh, But that could just be my personal profile. I I think, and I think just to, to round off what I was saying, I think when, and I think AJ, when I smoke some of his stuff, uh, the pepperness, the, the spiciness, it, it just overtakes other components of the flavors. This one doesn't like, so it's there, but it's also, uh, blends well with some of the other components that I was talking about. Just it's just that the pepper doesn't overpower some of the other flavors. So note that I had down when I was smoking the first third of this. I don't know if anyone's catching it at all. There actually, I really got this really nice. I got everything that you guys are talking about: the leather, the barnyard, that earthiness that you were kind of talking about, Aaron. Uh, that's not muddled or you know that's not muddied down. Um, um, but I got, I got this really distinct, like red hots, red hots candy, uh, that just kind of came through and that, like that, the end of the first third for me, um, I was like, it just like hit the back of the throat and I was just like, man, that's tastes like straight up, straight up red hot candy. I get you. Uh, I kept, that's an interesting note. I'm not, I actually taste that on the finish. When I when I go on the finish, I now that you say that, I get that red hot. Like the a little bit of that sensation, but it's not it's not compromising my palate, if that makes sense. No, no, it wasn't overwhelming to me. Yeah. It was just really distinct that I was like, wow. And, red and, candy. and Ben mentioned this. I don't know about you guys. My draw is perfect. Absolutely. Oh, it's milkshake draw perfect on this. You guys mentioned earthiness, and I was calling it coffee bean. Um, I am a guy who who chew on a coffee bean from time to time, and <laughs> when that coffee bean kind of breaks down, it, 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 that's the type of earthiness I'm getting off this thing. Uh, it's kind of in that same vein. Yeah, but going back to the red hot thing, I I, I don't get red hot. For one, I, I hate the cinnamon candy, but it's, I know exactly what you're saying because to me i do get like a hint of a cinnamon right and there is the sweetness you're getting from that modafina so yeah when i I, like it didn't come to me as a red hot but when you mentioned it it like goes oh okay i can see where you're coming from i get that but you know not necessarily the candy but i know exactly what you're talking about and it's just like coop said it's 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 to me i don't get it when the smoke's on my palate when i get it on the on the finish, finish yeah which which Coop and I have talked about this. He likes a short finish. I much prefer a long finish. This one has a so, little bit of a long, kind of a medium to long finish. Yeah. And as it as the other notes kind of fade away, I get more of that sweet cinnamon note that you're talking about there. So that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. And Ben, you know, the interesting thing about this is this is if I if there is going to be a longer finish, I like what this is doing. This is something, you know what? I I I, I dig, I'm digging it. Um like I said, normally I like shorter, but this is one. It's not that just, you know, sometimes I'm not as long as finishes. It's, it, they're very one-dimensional. And like you said, there's, there's nuances on the finish with this thing, which really I think is a nice touch to this cigar. Yeah, and honestly, I did not expect that. But I'm going to agree it's with you. 
I wouldn't have picked that up unless Bear said it. And when he said it, now I, I can map it back to what I'm getting. Yeah. So Bear, was you was there anything else that you were got different on this initially? No, that was like the that was the one distinct thing that I thought that kind of stood out to me that was really unusual. It, it's 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 funny because I I feel like I feel like I've always done that with the cigar. Like there's this one thing that's and that's I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy about cigars too is that like even in cigars that I don't necessarily enjoy, um, there's something nostalgic about like a flavor component or a taste that I'm like, yeah, that's that reminds me of this or that's that hits me like that. Um, which is just, I think is very, just really, just what's kind of powerful about it. So that was kind of the thing that stood out to me, but I, I, I mean, I, I think I agree with you as far as the, uh, the rest of the, the, I guess the foundational points of it, mm-hmm. of the cigar. So, um, Great but, uh, I, I thought the draw was pretty good. Um, it started off a little bit, uh, actually in the first third, it started off a little, tighter than i was uh than i would call ideal uh but it actually opened up as the cigar progressed so um yeah ben what about you what any 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 thoughts that you that we missed on your side no not really i pretty much we we've tackled it to be to to a good point earthiness black pepper a little bit of cocoa i'm getting on there the sweetness i get the cinnamon note like you were talking about most of the finish a lot of pepper on the retro hill which you know, it's an AJ. That's just what it is. So I mean, it's I think yeah, we've we've pretty much got what I think is all you know the notes we get off the, the off the initial impressions. So uh, why don't we stop it here and we'll come back at the end of the first third to give our impressions of that. So uh, anyway, we'll see you in a second. So as we mentioned before, this cigar is uh, Brazilian Modafita wrapper and, and um, Habano. Nicaraguan uh, binder fillers from Nicaragua and Brazil, uh, Brazil as well, both undisclosed. Uh, the Vitola that we're smoking is exactly six by fifty-four, uh, considered the Toro Extra, and an MSRP is for ten dollars and forty-five cents. Uh, they come in boxes of twenty, which is pretty standard. Pretty standard. I, I don't see Altadas really uh, going weird. Uh, they usually do the twenty or twenty-five box counts. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally it'll limit it to 10, but but the core stuff's 20, but 24, you're right. But everyone seems to be at the end of their first third now, so let's kind of get some imp- impressions while we go into the, as we go into the second third. Uh, ben, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm kind of getting, I'm getting uh, more sweetness actually now. It's kind of, it's kind of got, I've got more of this, more in the forefront is on the palate. I'm getting a black pepper. I'm getting a little bit of leather. Um, I'm getting the. I am mean, getting that cinnamon note, but now I I got more. There's more sweetness about it. It's a, it's a sweeter cigar now, and I'm getting I'm getting a hint of cocoa as well. It's it's got a really nice blend of savory notes and sweet notes that's just going really really well for me. And as we talked about a minute ago too, this thing is producing a ton of smoke. Which to me is a huge plus because I mean, I, I mean it's not really something that we mark for a review, but it's aesthetically pleasing to me. You know, I love seeing that yeah, yeah. smoke. I enjoy that. It's really good, and it's off to a good start. Uh, Aaron, what about you? What are you getting on the first third? 
Yep. So I, I'm continuing with the earthiness, but I 100% agree with you. I, I'm, it's morphing into some cocoa. So that's where that sweetness component comes into play. It also has a little bit of that uh, coffee. So kind of what Coop was talking, it's almost like you were chewing on a coffee bean a little bit. Yep. Like, so it's not that like acidic coffee, but it's more like maybe if you put a, a dollop of uh, milk in there just to take out a little bit of the acidity. Um, I also have like a pepper tingle on my tongue. Um, on the, the the forefront of my mouth, so it uh, it's continuing some of that kind of white pepper, some of that earthiness, um, burning great, and yeah, I mean, who doesn't like a lot of smoke? It looks cool if nothing else, right? So overall, so far, uh, really pleased, smoking great. Yeah, Coop, what do you, what did you get on the first third? Uh, I'm definitely still getting the, the the rich coffee bean note for sure, some cocoa. I got now, Ben, some of that fruit sweetness you were talking about. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mild. It's you know, it's 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 a background note for sure. I, I, it's almost like a sweet peach in a way, maybe in the stone fruit varietal. But again, it's not a heavy fruit note you're getting off of this. Uh, definitely still getting the white pepper on the tongue a little more, as well as to the retrohale. You know, we were talking about burn and draw with this um, quite a bit. So the I want to start with the draw. So the draw is, I think, just in a sweet spot for me. It's it's got a little bit of resistance to it, which I like. But the cigar is burning much faster than you would think for a cigar with this type of draw, and it's producing a lot more smoke than you would expect for a cigar. Again, it has a little resistance on the draw. I think the draw is perfect. Again, the burn isn't problemsome, uh, but it's just burning at a little faster rate than I would expect on on a Toro here. Um, I would put this cigar like medium strength, but medium to full in body, uh, especially if you retrohale this. I'm really, I really dug this first third of this cigar. It was a very enjoyable experience to go through. The only, I, my, if I'm disappointed it burned a little fast. That was kind of the one thing because I, I was enjoying what I was getting from it. So to piggyback off of that, Coop, so I, I don't know, and I like strong cigars, as you guys know. This one to me, I'll agree with the medium plus in body, but to me, this is medium plus in strength too. Like I remember having this for the first time and you know, granted, I, I, th I think I smoked it mid morning ish, which <laughs> maybe was not the best idea, but did you cheat I, on I, the high Claire castle? Aaron? No, no, sir. That, that every morning, 7.00 AM. Um, but this one um, to me has got uh, a little bit of more strength to it. So it, which is good by me. Um, Really enjoying it. So, Bear, yeah. what, what did you get whenever you smoked this originally? So, the one the the one big downside of this particular uh, cigar so far for me on that first third was just the, was the tightness of it. It was a little more tight than I really liked. I felt like I had to work it quite a bit. Um, and like I said, um, spoiler alert: it actually opened up for me. Um, in the later thirds, which made for a much more enjoyable, uh, a much more enjoyable draw. Um, um, the, the flavor notes are kind of everything that we've talked about, uh, very rustic forward, um, with those kind of, uh, with that kind of richness that we also discussed too. So, uh, really nice, really nicely balanced. I thought, uh, for me, the tight draw kind of was really, really took the enjoyment level down a couple of notches, um, but uh, but overall, um, overall, the uh, the burn was also exceptional too. 
but that that was my experience in the first third. Yeah, I kind of want to come back to two points because I forgot to mention my retro hill. And I don't know how y'all's were, but in the beginning, it was just a lot of black pepper. I, I don't really get much else on it. But now I'm getting kind of a mixture of earthiness with the black pepper. Mm-hmm. So I got a little bit more added flavor. I, to I, it. I, I agree with on And I meant to say that as well. There definitely is a little more dimension to the retro hell as well. I even picked up a little woody note on that, on that retro hell. Yeah, I agree. Do you guys get, and maybe I'm, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, Are, yeah. Do you guys get it like a date? Like a date? You know, you guys are talking about yeah. like, a fruity, it's like a date, like a dried fruit date. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of, I call it a dried peach or something like that. But yeah, there's something I'm getting off that. And, and I also should mention, I'm still getting that little bit of that red hot sensation type of thing that Bear was talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. So you're, that, you're I didn't, that didn't go away either. Yeah. It's like, Karen, that's very that's, subtle. But that's yeah, that, that the, fruit that's note what is I was interesting. Getting. That's what I was getting when I said the fruit note. Yeah. It was like a, uh, like a dried fruit. And it was like, it, it, what popped in my head was dates too. I, I love dried dates. And that's kind of yeah. what, what, that's the flavor that I got as well. But I, I also get what Coop was saying, but to me, it came across kind of plummy. Like plum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's something I, in the stone no. fruit category. That, exactly. Yeah. Yes. You know what's interesting though? I tend to get plum notes a lot on Jose Blanco's blends. It's interesting with, with like his own signorals and stuff like that. I always get that plum note a lot. And this is sim- that that fruit note I'm getting is analogous to that. Yeah. This yeah, this cigar right now. Like was- I can say plum, maybe plum is a better word I, I got for this note. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm me, gonna put a like I'm it. gonna put a pin in the fruit conversation until we get a little further along here. Okay. Yeah, well, I think we've covered the first third now. So we're gonna go ahead and, and pause here for the YouTube video. And we'll be back in a minute let you know what the second third's like. See you in a second. Then we're back, of course, to talk about the second third of the cigar that we're smoking uh, for this sixth round table of uh, the Smoking Syndicate, which is the H. Upman, of course, the H. Upman um, Nicaragua A.J. Fernandez Heritage Toro, which is more like a Toro extra six by 54. So we're getting the impressions on our second third uh, tonight. So, uh, Aaron, why don't you kick yep. us off? All right, yeah. So, from a flavor profile, not a ton has changed, but what I'll say is it's tamed down a little bit, right? So it's it's not quite as white peppery. the The earthiness I talked about is 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 getting more balanced with um, continued sweetness. So it's not as is um, kind of in your face. It's it's much more. It continues to be balanced. Um, still getting that a uh, little bit of that white pepper, the earthiness, the leather uh, continues the sweetness notes um, that that dried fruit, that date that we kind of talked about. So it, it, it's not that uh, there hasn't been any transitions, but it's it, it started to come down a little bit from its overall uh, overall profiles. What I've gotten. Uh, how about you, Ben? Yeah, I'm I'm getting kind of like you said, the same notes, but to me, they're melding much better right now. There, I, I get a lot. I, I still get some of the earthiness. I guess a little bit of black pepper, and that's faded down. Both of those are kind of faded down. I'm actually getting more of that date note. I'm getting more coffee bean as well. Um, the, the sweetness is still there. I still get a hint of that cinnamon. But whenever I retrohale now, I get the black pepper and a little bit of earthiness, but I'm actually getting some of that date now in the retrohale. It's not, it's not very dominant, but I get it. It kind of lingers around a little bit. It's a really good flavor profile. I'm really enjoying it. 
to me, the the body and is is about the same full flavor. I think it's full flavor, and it's smoking really really well. I mean, my my burn is really really is doing pretty nice. I mean, it's, it's like slanted, but just at the past, I say, couple puffs, it started kind of going a little bit sideways, but it's been burning great. Coop, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm right in line with both of what you guys said. Um, the big change at around the halfway point is that retro hail. Some of the pepper is gone off of it, and I'm getting some sweetness on the retro hail, some of the earthiness, and even a couple of those wood notes I talked about on it. Um, so, but I do am getting a little more pepper on the tongue. So whatever's got was on the retro, I'm getting some of it a little more on the tongue right now. Uh, but but I one thing is I, I really like how the, the balance of this cigar is going. You know, and Raphael, he always talks about like symphonies and he does the music analogies. And this is like the symphony just in completely working all together. All the flavors are just coming together. They're complementing each other really well. Um, and it's keeping me interested. I'll say this. Um, the more you like, you're always going to get a good experience focusing on a cigar a lot. Right. But, you know doing a show like this you're you're, you're not quite as focused because you're talking and you're listening to other points but this cigar is doing a lot of things that like you know i'm really impressed with right now uh it it is not disappointed me in the second third at all i mean it's, if anything it, it's really going good yeah that's what i was going to say too i think the second third is is i mean could we talked about this in the, on the casada corner too it's almost yeah. like the second third always seems to be the sweet spot right yeah, it's never the there's a, there's some rare cases where that final third is good, but it's rare. Um, the crescendo of flavor. The crescendo of flavors, yeah. <laughs> there the, it is. And usually that's not the case. Uh, the crescendo. Yeah, but this is like, like I said, I I'm digging this cigar a lot. Um, this is this is right up my alley. This cigar. Uh, and Raphael's done exactly what I think he needed to do uh with delivering a blend you know working with aj and delivering a blend uh to do something in the h upman profile that i'm really appreciating yeah i agree this is this is a good addition so far yeah yeah well he already did it coop you just didn't appreciate it the first time look you know it, it, that was i'm not i want to be really clear with that that is not a dog rocket of a scar it's one that didn't hit my palate. just did it your palate, man i it can didn't hit my balls. no and i want to be clear because I do see a lot of the things that people will like. With it. It's kind of like with four kicks, right? With crowns, which never hit me, but I understand why people like four kicks. I love four kicks. I understand it. It's not, it's just some cigar. It's, it's me. It's, it's me. It's not the cigar. So. So Bear, what did, how did you find the cigar at the, on the second third? So I said, we were going to put a pin in the fruit conversation until the second third. So as I alluded to a couple of times already uh, before, the draw really opened up for me in the second third. It became a lot more enjoyable of an experience at that point. Uh, the flavors to be became be a little bit more intense. The 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 earth started to to kind of go fade into the background of a foundation. The red hot candy kind of went away and became more of a pronounced pepper, and it wasn't as sharp. Uh, the entering of the fruit that we were kind of talking about, I definitely got yellow peach. Uh, but it's interesting as the second, third progressed, it started from an un it, it honestly followed a trail of unripe yellow peach to a ripe yellow peach. Uh, but there was like this dry nuttiness that came to me on the palate. I got a lot of walnuts. Walnuts kind of tend to dry out your palate. It's a very, just a drying nut. I like walnuts just fine. I like them more as an accompaniment to other food. 
I don't go necessarily reaching for a walnut. I'm more of a cashew guy myself, but, um, but the walnuts uh, kind of came through and kind of dried out the po- profile a little bit for me. Nothing too off-putting. It, it did lend some balance, especially with the sweetness there and everything. So it was an interesting component. Um, but uh, that, that was kind of my experience. There's, a, yeah, there's another to- Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, there's another Brazilian tobacco that is commonly used. It's typically not a wrapper material. It's Brazilian matanote. Um, and I'm wondering if that's what's in this filler because I tend to get sometimes that that little bit of a drying effect off the Bata Norte. And that, and again, I'm just kind of speculating. I haven't quite gotten as much of the, I'm getting a little more dryness, but it's, but I think there's other things right now that are stimulating my palate that are offsetting it. That could change as I get further into the second third. I don't know yet. Yeah, what I was going to add too was that we, you know, Mary, you were talking about that walnut note. I, I like walnuts too. Matter of fact, I had some tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, and I do get what you're saying. Like I, there was, I do get a little bit of a dryness and I get, I, I, there is like a, like a kind of a nuttiness to the profile as well. And I, but I didn't like pinpoint it as a walnut till you said it. Now I, I, I totally understand. I totally get it. You yeah. Know? It's, it's there. It's not strong, but I get it. I, I know exactly what you're saying now. You know, Aaron made a point earlier on about sometimes when you look at another review, it does have a power of suggestion on you. And that's not a bad thing, right? Because it can kind of trigger you some things. But that's why also I'm careful not to read a lot of reviews when I'm when I'm smoking a cigar or reviewing a cigar, I should say, because I don't I try to make it as objective as possible. And then I like going back and comparing my notes, you know, to it. You know, that's always that's I know Bear, we've done a lot of the um the aging experiments, right? Mm-hmm. Um so certainly, um, sometimes I've learned a lot from you from doing that. Like you've mentioned notes. And I'm like, yeah, that, I could see it now, you know? Well, like I said, it's very, cigars are a very nostalgic experience for me. So it, it, it's easy for me to, to kind of pinpoint. And I've eaten a lot of, I've eaten a lot of things in my life. Um, yeah. And, you know, luckily I don't regret much of it just because I, I find food very fascinating. Yeah. And like there's food, there's certainly foods that i don't necessarily gravitate towards but i think i can appreciate things as they're intended a well-made dish that is you know there's shit there are shitty dishes but um but um but there's always things that i kind of gravitate towards and just kind of remember and things yeah Uh, yeah so um said it's a very it's a very memory inducing um experience for me cigar smoking is yeah, same. I mean, that's what I was saying earlier too about those notes. Like when you have that experience, like you've tasted whatever, that's in your memory bank, so you can kind of recognize it easily when you have when you're eating or drinking something else. You know, like you get a lot of the same flavors in like wine or scotch and other whiskeys. You know, if you if you've had like you know like like a lot of bourbons, right? They're sweeter, so you you'll get like you know the, a banana or a caramel or you know orange or whatever. And if you've ate those things, you're you can easily discern those those different when you're drinking or eating something else or smoking something. Yeah. But I'm the same way. Obviously, I'm a foodie, so I, I mean, so I have a good you know, memory bank full of different foods, right? So you know, it's like I tell people like, oh, you know, I can't get all those flavors or whatever, like I said. But I said, well, you know, I mean, if you have, you can tell the difference between like a ribeye steak and a hamburger, but they're both beef, right? They're different. You can pick them out. 
it's kind of the same with cigars. You can once you you know you kind of focus and, and try to do it, you, you'll pick it up. And if, like yeah. I said, you ate those different things, you know, it, it'll come to you. It'll just come to you when you're when you're trying to think about what is that flavor. What am I tasting? It'll come to you as as you try it more and more and more. I thought the balance in the second third was remarkably well done. Like I yeah, thought it, it was. Really, that's a big. That's my big takeaway from this. The balance of the second third is is incredible. Yeah, it's that Raphael Nodal symphony of flavors. Yeah. Like, like it just it just works. Like even like I was talking about, like as I'm describing the walnut note, like the way I describe it is like, oh, it's drying out yeah. my palate. I'm needing to reach for water. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like that just sounds yeah. negative. But when you pair it with the sweetness of the, the the yellow peach that I got, if you pair it with the 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 languishing earthiness and leather notes and the spice component going down. It's still there on the retro. Like you still get that, that the, the nuances of that cinnamon left over from that red hot, like it's so well comes together. I was talking about shitty dishes a second ago. Like this is not an example of that. Like when you think about how like a really well-prepared dish and, you know, like, like, you know, things that are really good and really taste well and, like really well done it's like it's a mixture of everything it's 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 a mixture of acid it's a mixture of sweetness it's a mixture of things that all come together and and melt together it's texture and temperature and things like that and that's that's what i really like about the second third so much was that compared to especially compared to the first third with that tight draw that i experienced like i just didn't know what the cigar was going to be yeah and i got to the second third and i was like holy shit okay like, here we go. Yeah. You know, yeah, Jay asked a question. Go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, that's kind of what I was saying, like, when I got to the second, third, too, is, like, everything is playing well together, and it's almost got more harmonious. They're all kind of level. Like, there's not one thing that's more than the other, right? They're all playing together. You know, like I said, the the cedar, the earthiness, the pepper, you know, what I what y'all describe as, like, like a peach flavor, right? I, to me, it's coming across as plum, plummy you know, coffee bean, all that stuff. It's just like, it's all perfectly harmoniously blended coming together. And it's a very smooth smoking cigar. It's really enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. So Jay brings up a really good question real quick before we end this. I think this is a very important point about tasting, Ben. So before we kick this out to it, he asks specifically to me because he knows that I'm allergic to chocolate. And so he gets a lot of cocoa or chocolate. You guys have mentioned cocoa and chocolate tonight, and I haven't. And he says, but you obviously don't, uh, you know, you can't have it because I'm allergic. Like, what do I necessarily gravitate towards? Well, the thing is, Jay, I didn't, I didn't, the allergy didn't develop until I was later in life. So I know what chocolate tastes like. I also know what chocolate smells like. Um, and so I do get chocolate and cocoa on cigars. Uh, but, you know, so Ben was talking about my memory bank. So that's what I usually lean on. So I do, it does come across, uh, but again, because, because nostalgia is so powerful for me and the cigar smoking experience, it's usually something more relatable um, when it comes to chocolate. So it's, you know, like, you know, I rem, you know, if it's like cocoa and creaminess, like that, you know, it's like an Oreo cookie to me or something like that. So um, it's, it's not that I steer away from that. It just doesn't, come up as often i think there's a lot of i think there's a lot of cigars that do have that very very pronounced cocoa and chocolate aroma and flavor component i also get a lot of caramel that way too 
that's just me. Um, but that I hope that answers your question. Yeah, that was a good question, Jay. It's kind of the same. Like we talked about like one one note everybody could, you know, kind of calls calls us out for or any reviewers like stuff like cedar and leather. Like, wouldn't you ever eat cedar or eat leather? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Anybody, any kid that's ever played baseball, I guarantee knows what leather tastes like. Yeah, I was chewed on uh, their leather yeah, gloves. Exactly, exactly right. I know, I know exactly what leather yeah, tastes yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to. I, I, yeah. I Same. Agree. But also, but just take that out of the equation. Anybody that's ever walked into, you know, a place that has high-end leather goods, you know, or something, that smell that you smell, that's kind of what you're getting. Because I mean, all of this really smell, honestly. Mm-hmm. well like yeah and like you've gone into if you've gone into a hardware store where they're cutting wood you know what sawdust tastes like mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know, you know yeah. what it smells like you, you know, know when you have a dry cake it's like sawdust it's like, it's like dry, yeah. dried out dried out yellow cake is like sawdust yeah i guarantee if you, blind, if you blindfolded somebody you gave them a plank of oak like white oak let's just say white oak right and you gave them a piece of Virginia cedar, and they smell it. I guarantee most everybody will be able to tell which one was cedar. Which, or which yeah, was there's no question. You know, there's no question on that. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's pretty much it for me on that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead, go ahead. Dude. Well, you, were you, did you, did we end this part yet or not yet? No, we haven't. Okay, why don't we end this part and then I want to address Jay's other question. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So anyway, we'll end the, the second third here, and we'll be back in a minute. Let you know what we think. Our final thoughts in the start. See you in a second. And we're back again, talking uh, as we've con- progressed along with this cigar really well. Uh, this has been a fantastic roundtable uh, as we've discussed the H. Upman um, Nicaragua AJ Fernandez Heritage Toro. It's more like a Toro Extra, six by fifty-four. Uh, MSRP is ten forty-five, and they'll come in the boxes of twenties. Um, and uh, we're we're wrapping up our last third here. So, Coop, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how that last third? Uh, have you experienced any crescendos? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm I haven't declined. Is what I'm saying. Uh, it's kind of the I'm I'm just into the inception of the, of the final third, and there's no harshness. Um, I am getting more of a bittersweet cocoa note now that's replaced that, that, that fruity note we talked about or that dried fruit note, but that bittersweet cocoa note is much more prominent right now. Slight increase in the pepper, slight increase, not much. Uh, the big notice is, um, well, a couple of other notes is, uh, I mentioned the pepper. Uh, same thing on the retro hair. It hasn't, it's not as aggressive as it was early, but the big change is we were talking about this on our break. The, this cigar is smoking slower now. Um, going through the second half of this cigar, it's about where I'd expect for this draw. And I just wonder if the tobacco is packed a little tighter towards the, he- the head of this cigar. Um, but I like the fact that it did slow down on this because I think I would have been done with this by now. We're at the pace we were going at. Uh, still, I'd say medium in strength, medium to full in body, uh, full flavored for sure. Um, enjoyable. Um, it's, it's one I could see going down another inch with this cigar with no problem um as we smoke it all right ben what about you well i to me it's i'm, I'm getting 
a lot of I'm getting more earthiness now. Black pepper, earthiness. I don't really get any of the dried fruit anymore of like the date note or the plum note we were getting earlier. I don't get that anymore. No, no, it's, it's the definitely... sweetness, yeah, the sweetness is toned down to me. I'm getting some more black basis is, is black pepper, woodiness, earthy, a little hint of sweetness. Every now and then I get a little bit of like a coffee, but it's more of a bitter coffee, like espresso in a way. Um, Retro Hills kind of say kind of the same. It's probably yeah. a little bit more black pepper now than it was before. Um, and to me, it, it's got a, it's just got a little bit more bitter. Like you said, that, that kind of like the bitter, like dark chocolate. Almost, yeah. you know? That's kind of what I'm getting as well. It's so the flavors have kind of now, there's less of them now and it's it's more bitter but it's still kind of enjoyable to me i got you know but it's still not as good as the second third is by far the best on the cigar you know i think it's caught to me it's taking a step back on the on the last third um it's not as enjoyable as even the first third for me it's still good but not in those same levels but it's still it's, a, it's burning great it is burning for the same with me it's burning much slower now um, the way it was going, I, hell, I thought we'd be already way done with the cigar, but to yeah. me, I feel like I'm puffing a lot and it's still, I still got quite a bit, you know, left, but it's still at this point, it's still smoking well. Like I'm not ready to put exactly to put it down yet. Cause I'm still going to smoke a little bit more, but it's going really, really well. It's, it, you know, so far so good. I'm kind of enjoying it. What about you, Aaron? Yeah. So I, echo everything that you guys have said the only thing i'll add to it i actually got so i'm going to piggyback off of coop's uh kind of that that uh dark chocolate like they guess the, the bitter like a bitter chocolate um i'm getting a little more acidity so I'll, i guess I'll, I'll equate that to a little more of the coffee but i get i've got some acidity uh towards this last third agreed second third the, the best part of the cigar it, this is just what i would consider or i call kind of like dampening everything is kind of dampened down a little bit just from the the sweetness the the dried fruits gone the the date flavor we had so a little more acidic burns great um i'm down you know i i typically don't smoke this these uh cigar down to this far and uh yeah i i can get at least another 10 minutes out of this so overall really enjoying it I may be the highest on this final third of everyone because I'm enjoying the final third. A uh, little bit of the acidity from coffee, yeah, I agree. A little bitterness, but there's still enough going on with this cigar. Uh, the big thing is the pepper didn't really ramp up much more than I expect. You know, that I kind of thought it might ramp up a little more at the end, and it creates a harsh. It didn't, and I don't think it's throwing the balance off all that much. You know, um, so I'm, I'm, I am higher on this this final third. It's not the crescendo, but. Um, I'm enjoying this. Like I said, I'm, I'm not ready. To, I, I'll keep smoking this. I'm not, I'm Bear, well, how about you? Did, Bear, did you have any final notes on yours? Yeah, I remember smoking this down. It's interesting that uh, Ben commented on this, uh, how far he's smoking it down. Uh, I, I was burning my fingertips with this cigar. So, yeah, and that's what I mean. I'm, yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't too much harshness that crept in. It was really, it really melded into a medium plus uh, strength and body all the way from that second, third. Uh, to the end for me, which was really nice um, and consistent, which was a men lend, lend for a pretty enjoyable experience at that point. Uh, the flavor profile did start to get a little bit more um, uh, congested. 
for me in the final third. I won't say like it there there wasn't a major drop off. They just the flavors started coming to coming together in a somewhat not as not as balanced. I think as that's that fair, second that's third. Fair, and I think that's a fair comment. I just don't think the balance has been thrown off on this. That's what yeah. I mean, I that second comment. third was just, that second third was just phenomenal for me yeah. though, as far as the balance was concerned. Yeah. So I um. It kind of it kind of fell the wayward for that for me as well. Um, in the one kind of uh, interest, of all the flavor profiles kind of stayed the same. That everything that we've kind of talked about. Um, I did get this interesting kind of bready note that kind of creeped in at the end. I don't know if anyone else is getting that. Um, it kind of reminded me of not stale bread, but just kind of. Uh, That's a Charlie Minato note if I ever heard one. <laughs> No, not uh, still. It wasn't like no. Like, I know. I mean, I, no, you're not saying it, but I can see him saying that. Like, like, uh, I mean, everyone's had bread that's been like sitting on the counter for like a little bit too long. This kind of, you know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's that's. I kind of. I kind of t- taste a little bit of breadiness yeah. kind of coming in at the end. Yeah. So what? Okay. So let's. None of us actually talked about it. Where do you think it is to to, to uh, like a body wise? I think it's full body now. On the last third, I, I think it got a little bit more oomph to it in the final third. No, I mentioned I mentioned it. Uh, I oh. I think it's medium plus. Um, I have it in uh, medium full, but yeah, medium full more body in the final third. Yes, I see. I think it was pretty consistent from the second third to the final third, both in strength and body. See, so I'm for me, I thought, and again, maybe I'm I'm doing a little bit of revisionist on on the other ones I've smoked, but. This is close to full for me. I mean, I, I think both from a strength standpoint and from a body, I think for me, the strength is actually a little higher than the body. Um, medium plus for sure. Uh, I, I Look, I enjoy it, but for sure uh, on the fuller side. So it's about that time. So I guess it's time to give it a score. So, Aaron, let's start with you. What was uh, I always I always go first. This and then if you guys, but all right, I'll go first. All right. So, I, for me, this is a box worthy cigar. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, that's I, on the Aaron I, scale. But but that's on the Aaron scale, right? So, um, I thought again, second third was the best. Uh, I thought it dropped off a tick um, at the end. Um, but my draw was perfect. Burn was perfect. I thought just the flavors meld together. My score is a 90. That's a good score. It's a really good, good score. score. That's a very good score. Bear, what, did, what would you give it? For me, I, I like I said, I think the second third is the absolute star of the of the second third is the absolute star of the smoking experience. I think it was incredibly well balanced. Uh, if I had just smoked that, it would have been a, I think it would have been a really high score for me. Um, I think the first third really brought it down uh, with the tight, the tight draw that I had um, and everything. It just kind of made for uh, less than, you know, less than ideal experience. It kind of brought that, uh, I brought it down a few points. And then uh, the drying of the palate in the second, third kind of carried over into the finish a little bit, but I did smoke it all the way down. Uh, so it remained balanced. It did get con- kind of congested, as I mentioned. Um, and But I think each third kind of brought this unique kind of flavoring component that kind of just went along this journey, the fruitiness in the second third uh, combined with the, you know, the red hots, you know, in the first and then 
and things like that. So it just it it was a really 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 uh, dynamic smoke. Um, the uh, the first third unfortunately kind of just brought it down for me. I can't give it a ninety, but it was an eighty nine for me. Another decent score. Hey, Coop, what would you give it? Love this cigar. Uh, it has it hits on fires on all cylinders. Flavor, balance, complexity, construction. Uh, to me, like I said, I, I have had a great experience with all components of this, all the parts of this cigar. Um, really enjoying it. Uh, and something that I'll give Boxworthy consideration to. And I'm giving it a 91. Damn, Coop Standard of Excellence. I have not given a lot of 91. 90, like on, on, the, on the round tables, we, we have, I have scored a little higher. I'll admit that. But we've done some very good cigars. Uh, with one exception uh, but that we did on a round table. But yeah, this time I'm probably in the high one at 91. Love it. Love it, Coop. The Aurora one was a different story. But... <laughs> yeah, so at least me now. So I really thought I'd be coming in the low score the way we talked about it, to be totally honest. So for me, like, like y'all said, the second third is the star of the show, right? Yeah, we first third could be, the first third was was pretty good to me. I did not enjoy the last third as as much as y'all did. Um, like, but like Coop said, you know, the complexity of it, the burn was great. I mean, it was it just it's a really well rounded cigar. Um, to me, I was gonna I'm gonna give it a 91, honestly. Um, and it, it kind of what it reminds me of too. I started thinking about like comparisons. And, a, a, you know, I'm a real big fan of La Florida Minicana. And I think if you like, like the, like the Lajero line and like yeah. the Lajero line, yep. this is, this is in that same wheelhouse. So if you like that, you will definitely like this cigar for yeah. sure. And I'm a big fan of those, Yeah. but that man, I tell you, I, I'm with Barry too, man. If this cigar was like, you know, that second third was all the way through, man. We're talking mid nineties for me. It was freaking this, great. Yeah. It, it was, was that, that was yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. The uh, I mean, I got more of these. Um, I got a, I, I got I a think, question, Bear. Before we kind of get to that, if we can. Yeah. Okay. Because I think this is a unless you think want to put this point off. I wanted to kind of get everyone's opinion on the original H. Upman, Nicaragua A.J. Fernandez, and the Heritage. Which one we prefer? Which one you prefer? I think you, everyone knows what my answer is going to be on this one, but well, everyone does know it's this one because it's you this one, like yeah, it. it's no secret, yeah, it's no secret, yeah. it's this one, yeah. But I'm kind of curious where you guys' scores went, and I know you guys were much higher on that original one than I was. Where this kind of lands? I'll go. Um, I have this one higher. I so to me, this is more my wheelhouse of mm -hmm. cigars that I like to smoke on a day to day basis. I like the other one. The, the original one, um, again, I thought the that one got uh, with some age on it. Um, I liked it better than when I first smoked it, but of the two, I like this one better. There you go next. Um, this was really close for me. I do have more of these. Uh, I am looking forward to smoking them because I kind of want to answer that question a little bit more honestly, Coop. Mm -hmm. That's uh, fair. I think, I I think that's I think the tightness of the draw really threw this off. I thought it could be a little bit better. I thought it could be a 90 plus. I really enjoyed that second third. I think if, if I have a better experience in the first third, I, obviously it'll be a higher scoring cigar for me. Um, with that being said, I'd say the original narrowly, narrowly beats this one for me. 
Uh, it's yeah, a very close. It's a very close see. margin. And I know you were really high on that original one too. Yeah. So for me, I would go with the original one more. It's it's more in my wheelhouse. I do enjoy this one a lot, uh, but to me, the original H Upman, the light blue one, that H Upman by AJ, to mm -hmm. me, it's, it's more my style. So I would pick that over over this one. But it's it's a lot closer than I thought it would be. To be totally honest. Got a split decision here. We're split down the middle, two to two. That's good. That's that's always good. That's great. I love that. Yeah, we did we did good on this one. So any yeah. any closing comments for this? Bear, I know I you have a couple more I, things. Yeah, I can't believe I'm the low score. It's crazy. You're a tough scorer, Bear. You are. You are a hard scorer. So um, I'm not surprised. I just think that I I like a lot of things. You get an 89 from Bear. It's a good score. I like a lot of things, and I just think like yeah. if you're, you know, to to kind of like the the yeah. Loomis point of of scoring, you know, like wins a 90, not a 90. I think I think if you get a 90 plus cigar, like that's just you know you're you're creeping oh. towards perfection at that point. Like it, you you can't nitpick that. Like yeah. the tightness on the draw. Like that's why I said it can get a 90. Can't get a 90 if I'm nitpicking it. Well, which I'm you know what I was gonna I was gonna comment that bear I I am so I, well not shy I've smoked so I'm about halfway through the box of these and I have not had one tight draw I, I mean, haven't every either. every yeah. every draw has been flawless on these yeah. so I'm looking right. forward to you smoking it again I was gonna say I'm looking forward to smoking too <laughs> I mean this has got contention like when you get 91 that's contention for my list uh, now I'm gonna do a Cooper I'll put it through the full Cooper review cycle as well um but like i said it's this is i mean this is a cigar i could easily see landing on my list uh if it holds up when i smoke some more of these yeah overall i think it was a good cigar you know we all gave it really good scores so it's a winner another winner yeah, yeah. very good agreed yeah so on that note um please if you're watching this on youtube like comment and subscribe and we'll see you next time take care everybody thanks everybody Thank <laughs> you.